0: Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, specifically our Friday pep talk, we are chatting all about outsourcing. And I can tell you at the beginning of my business. And even now, whenever I hire somebody or I talk to somebody who has a business model that I look up to or something that I want to work towards, the number one thing I want to know is, well, like, what are you actually doing? I want to know, like, what time they get up? What does your day look like? What are you doing? And so I thought it would be interesting to share my perspective on outsourcing and outsourcing strategy but also go through what we have invested in 2023 so far and why so we're going to talk a little bit about scaling we're going to talk a little bit uh, about investing and if you haven't listened to my full story to date i started this business back in january of 2020 by hiring a business coach and joining a mastermind before I even had a business, which I share quite a bit on other podcasts, but sometimes I forget to share it on this one. Um, About four to six months in, I don't remember the specific date, I actually hired a VA and a podcast editor to help me, one, edit this podcast, but two, also reinvesting in everything that I had made so far. Because the number one thing that I wanted to do was get more time and I can't create more time. So to get there quickly, I had to get help. So my time and the ability to get to my goal quickly was my number one focus. So we hired a virtual assistant who's still with me today, Caitlin, um, who... PS just quit her full-time job to run her business full-time, which is so cool to see. But she really helped me uh, specifically with content repurposing, which we're going to get into a little bit, and then a podcast editor. So at the beginning, I was taking everything I was making and reinvesting it back into the business. And some people might do that, some people not. That was our strategy at the beginning because I did have a full-time job and I wasn't relying on my business salary to help us live sort of day to day. So when people ask, like, how was it building a business while you were working full time? Well, it does have its benefits, right? Because you do have another source of income, which is, which is nice. So in the project management world, before we sort of get into what we've had invested in, I want to talk a little bit about why and why our model looked like this at the beginning. So in the project management world, there is this concept of a project management triangle. So it consists of time, cost, and scope. So scope is what you need to do, like the actual tasks that you need to do. With quality, if you're watching the video, quality and drawing a triangle, being in the middle. And so these factors are often considered constraints because they have a direct impact on the other, right? Like you cannot improve all of them at the same time. You can't save time, save money and increase your work all at the same time, unless it's like a unicorn sort of scenario. So most of the time you can't do that, right? And if you change one of them, they can impact the other two. So they all sort of work together. And the reason I'm sharing this is the project management triangle is helpful in entrepreneurship because it provides a framework for decision-making and prioritization. So as an example, if you want to go fast, you have to either one, decrease your scope, which is the actual work that you're doing, or decrease your time, which means you're hiring somebody to help you. If you want to get more done, you have to increase your time, right? Your schedule, or increase your costs, also known as hiring someone. So when you're looking at the goal, which for me at the time was to replace my corporate job, I knew that I didn't have the time. I knew I couldn't do anything with that. I also knew that I had eight to 10 hours a week, which is what I talk about a lot, and I wanted to get there fast. So I had to focus on the scope, which was the actual work, the income producing activities, and the how, so how to do the work, which brings me back to today's topic, investing back in your business. So before I get into the 2023 investments, which is what we're doing right now, for those of you that are listening, I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning, and that is the two smartest hires that I made in our business at the beginning was number one, Caitlin. She is our VA who does way more now, but her sole goal was to repurpose content. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready, you are ready. And you should really think about hiring someone to help you repurpose content. So I created an entire plan where I would create one piece of content, which is the podcast in our case. And then I had someone, Caitlin, working 10 hours a month whose sole purpose was to help me make it more visible. Again, my whole goal was to be, I'm going to be as visible as possible. So people say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're creating all this content, which some of you still say to this day, because we have such a massive content repurposing plan, So that efficiency really, really, really helped us scale fast. That was the number one, I think, smartest hire I've made. Number two, beside podcast editing, because that is not my jam and is not my zone of genius, was actually having a website designer on retainer. Now, this happened later on. This actually happened last year. But all the hours that I try to fix a stupid, silly button or a font or whatever the thing is, is now not my responsibility. So between these two hires over the last, I would say three years, my guess is I'm saving up to 10 hours a week of time now, because at the beginning, these tasks simply weren't getting done because I didn't have time. And now they're getting done and they're getting done on a scale. That's so much bigger than anything that I could do. So I always get the question a lot of how do you know if you're ready to outsource? So if you're asking, you probably are, even if it's just two hours a week on a focused task, because that's two hours of time that frees you up to do other income generating activities. So I really think it's important before I go into the what, I want to talk about the how, like how we did this and why we did this. And one of my favorite books that I have been sharing all the time behind the scenes is a outsourcing book called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And the book suggests that by shifting your focus from the how, like, how am I going to get this done to who can actually help you tap into the expertise, skills, and resources of others to accelerate your progress, right? That's a key word, accelerate your progress and actually achieve greater success. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend that book. But inside the book, if if you're looking at me right now, I have this book in front of me and it has all these different like post-it note tabs in it because I have highlighted it so much. But inside the book, they introduce this concept of the multiplier mindset, which really involves thinking about and leveraging the strengths and talents of others to accomplish tasks more efficiently. So instead of the, how am I going to do this? It's who's gonna do this. And so it really just encourages a whole shift in mindset from trying to do everything ourselves to actually leveraging expertise and support from others, ultimately leading to greater productivity, innovation, and just feeling more fulfilled about what you're actually doing. So the idea, and these are my favorite quotes from the book. So I'm literally like pulling out my post-it tags of like Holly's favorite things inside this book. The idea is, Your job is to protect your time and energy for the things that matter most. You don't need to know how, you need to know the who. The second piece of it is if you want to go fast, go alone. Because you can get it done fast. But if you want to go far, go with others, right? Because you're going to burn out if you do it fast. But if you can actually build a team where everyone is in their zone of genius and doing what they love, you're going to last for a long time. So it always goes back to the question that I like to ask is, can you keep this momentum up for the next 10 years? If you have the right team, you can. The next quote that I love is no one has ever achieved great things alone. I know I talk about this a lot on the podcast and I say, look at your favorite mentor or a person that you look up to. They have a team, whether it's a business team or a support system behind them. Everyone always has a team and the power of many always surpasses the power of one. And then finally, when you stop trying to do everything yourself, you create a space for the right opportunities and people to come into your life. So again, these are the post-it notes that I've sort of pulled out from the book, but I'm gonna share with you now what we have done, but I think it's really important to think about why. Why we have done this, why it was important, and how we did it. So hopefully you're motivated on why outsourcing is important, but here's what our strategy looks like this year so far. So from a team perspective, uh, I've officially hired my husband. We hired him last year, but I say that he got a promotion (laughs) this year because he is now doing all of our books, taxes, finances, et cetera. And we took it a step even further. So every month we have a financial planning meeting where we talk about the health of our business, but also what I personally want to invest in, what he wants to invest in and what we wanna do as a family. So as an example in this meeting, and this is a really important strategy of having someone look at your numbers is we look at revenue and then we divide it into buckets. So we pay our taxes first, then we pay ourselves and then 20% ish, usually around that goes back into the business. So when I wanna hire more people, I can look at that fund and say, okay, can we make this happen? Can we not make this happen? Do we need to do something different? What does that look like? Uh, We recently started a travel fund this year, which I am super excited about. And that aligns with our goal to travel more, but also it's been a huge shift for me personally, because that's what motivates me. Paying taxes does not motivate me. Sometimes paying myself motivates me, but paying myself to be able to take a trip somewhere, now that is motivating. And then the rest goes into savings. So, this was a strategic hire to help us really focus on our numbers, but making financial decisions easier. So, at the beginning, we didn't have a lot to reinvest. And like I said, I used my corporate salary to sort of help grow the business. But the point is, This year, adding the travel fund and being consistent and paying ourselves and savings has been really, really motivating and I'm not doing any of it. I'm not doing any of it. It's all happening without me having to do anything, which frees up my time from being lost in spreadsheets that I really don't get excited about. So my point is, think about what you need, but also if you're looking at this financial example, even if you don't have a lot of profit each month, move $5 or $10 because that practice makes a huge, huge, huge impact and is motivating. If I knew that I had $100 that I could go spend on a weekend trip or whatever, I'd be like, okay, well, how do I make that $500? Like that's motivating to me. So our first outsourcing shift this year, even though it was my husband, was to really dig into finances and how to make that work for us more. The second investment we made was copywriting and SEO for our website. So I have quarterly audits done of keywords and trending topics. So we can better align our content to what is being searched as well as words that you are looking for. And so we've rolled all of that out. And then we've also rolled out a new page on the website. So we hired a copywriter to sort of help us pull all this in. That is not my area of expertise. You can start to see it a little bit on hollymariehaines.com forward slash Instagram, but the homepage and a few other changes are coming really soon. And so the goal is that it's going to make it really easy for you to find resources on autopilot and better use the funnels and systems that we already have signed up. But the best part is, is it's freeing me up. So I actually have new resources coming to you for you that I haven't even talked about yet. Like, it's just been amazing because I'm not, doing any of this, someone else's, and they're the experts. So it really does create that freedom to do what you love. With that said, you don't always have to outsource a person. And so I like to think about systems or software that you can also outsource, which is sometimes an easier first step. So we've started using ManyChat, uh, which I could do a whole episode on that which maybe I should, uh, it's not really outsourcing a person, like I said, but it's a system that helps streamline DMs and messages. So one of the things that has started happening as we've shifted our content and really been able to streamline our messaging is we're getting more messages. And I am still the one that answers them all. So I wanted to streamline it a little bit, but I still want it to be me. So going back to our website goals and creating a visibility strategy, this is to help reach more people and grow our email list, but it's still me doing it. I just have a little automation sort of behind the scenes. And then the third investment we have made this year, starting in January, was hiring a coach, which I've talked about frequently. Uh, You can go back two episodes and hear the whole story of how that's happened. Uh, But so far, I've had two coaches this year, one on mindset, and one on alignment and overall business strategy, really focusing on how to scale our business model and sales. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode on how this all turned out, you can go back and listen to episode 332 on Leap Weeks, and I walk you through step-by-step what I have done in this category. So the biggest piece of advice that I can give you when it comes to hiring a coach or a mentor is to hire the person that has the business model that you want and who makes up for your weaknesses. So think about what model do you want? And is there someone out there that's doing it the way that you want to do it? It doesn't mean that you have to do it exactly the same way, but I like to work with people that I know are doing the thing that I want to do. So the last thing that we're doing, which isn't an investment yet, but a project internally is we are realigning our team with what they really love to do and their strengths. So I mentioned Caitlin, who has been with me since the very beginning, like she's grown and scaled, I've grown and scaled. And so we're really making sure that we are being as efficient as possible with the work that needs to be done each month and then serving our clients, you at the highest capacity. So yes, I have a podcast coming on this and sharing all the steps, but the goal is that I can step more into a visionary role and the team can help work as the innovative Right. So if I have something exciting that I want to work on, then I can really make sure that I am focused on the right things at the right time. So as Dan Sullivan says, right. So if you're following along and you're going to get this book that I recommend, he says, when you find the right who, you can achieve things that you never thought possible, which is so true because I never thought in a million years we would be at the point that we're at right now. Never. I never. Because I've been able to hire people who are really excited about what we're doing and how we're doing it. And so it just goes to show that outsourcing can be such a powerful tool if it's done in the right way. And a lot of times you don't need to spend a lot of money to make a really big impact. So if you're looking to scale and you're not sure what the next step is, you can go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash profit. And I have a brand new masterclass and a dream income quiz and calculator you can take to help you discover your next step. It's hollymariehaines.com forward slash profit. And better yet, just shoot me a DM. Shoot me a DM and I'm happy to answer any of your outsourcing questions anytime. One of the things that I always forget to talk about is I used to run multi-million dollar teams in my corporate life. Like the numbers just never really fazed me because they were just big. But this is something that I'm really, really excited to dig into more. And so we're gonna share more behind the scenes of what this looks like. But if you have questions, shoot me a DM or go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash profit and we'll share a little more behind the scenes. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode.